it's okay. It's all right. You know, we waited the extra two minutes on purpose to get to 931 because of the football game, right? 31 for the chief score. And then you add the nine plus three plus one together makes 13. And that's the Raiders score. See, so it's because it's just another victory Monday. Hey, yo. <laughs> it's me, CD, the Gen X Slacker. It is Monday, January the 9th. All hail the Chiefs! Number one seed, baby. Number one seed. Let's see, what do we got? We're going to do the Twitter news. Um, We're going to, my man Van Hall, going to check in, give us his opinion of Matt Gates, And then Doc Rich with the title track. We're going to talk about socialism a bit today, which I know is kind of a hot topic. Here, let me click the next button there. Hi, hey, so you can see where I'm at. Uh, 41 degrees here, South Central Kentucky. Mostly cloudy. We got a little bit of sun on the solar panels, but we got to be careful because I checked um, and I, I got like 12.0 volts on the battery bank. Socialism, the harsh truth about socialism. Here it is <clears throat> from my perspective, in my humble opinion. I believe that the end goal of socialism is a noble goal. But I think the socialists are just hung up on the idea that there's only one path to that goal. And they're they're caught in the weeds. They need to chunk up and realize there's more than one path. That path has been proven not to get you where you want to go. Stop doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Get out of that rut. Rise above it. Use the law of large numbers to your advantage. There is an infinite number of paths. All you have to do is stay focused on the goal, not the path. You cannot force the wave. Just have to ride it. The wave always wins. Keep that in mind as you observe the swell. We spotted the ocean at the head of the trail. Where are we going? So far away. And somebody told me that this is the place where everything's better. Everything's safe. We don't even have pictures, just memories to hold that grow sweeter each season as we slowly grow old. Walk on the ocean, step on the stones. Flesh becomes water. Wood becomes, damn it, now I got a boner. This whole thing was a dick joke? Are you kidding me? Wood, wood, bone, stop. (laughs) Some of these are just for me. (laughs) To make fun of the NPCs. 
hanging on every word. Just one or two or three or four. Look, you've got it all wrong. You don't need to follow me. You don't need to follow anybody. Preach! Yes! Hello! Oh, Jesus, they're not getting it. Oh, I'm not. <laughs> Hello! Tell us more! Shut up! Oh my god, you puny humans. Puny, puny humans. <laughs> Stop. Let's see what's going on here. Top articles. Uh, people that I follow on Twitter. Colorado cancels plans to send migrants to New York City. Chicago amid outcry from Democratic mayors. Uh, Fox News. Boring. Colorado, though, I did see something. And, um, oh, where was it? So, so one of the VFW. Post number one. There's actually the, like, post one is in Denver. And I think... I don't know for sure, but it kind of looked a little bit like maybe they were doing kind of what I was thinking about doing here. I think they might be opening up their own dispensary, kind of using the canteen model. Maybe. I don't know. I'm going to have to look into it a little bit more, but that's kind of the feeling that I got when I saw it. Maybe they haven't announced it. I might have just spoiled it. <laughs> Sorry if I did. Governor Abbott hand delivers letter to President Biden at his border visit. Oh, that's nice. El Paso cleans up migrant cramp. Mm -hmm. It's uh, photo op time, so we got to get rid of all the homeless people. People they follow. Let's see what's at the top of that. Governor Abbott, Colorado, Democrat Adam Schiff abused his power. New York Post. Let's read that. Jim Jordan. That looks kind of cool. We spotted the ocean <laughs> ahead on the trail. Matt Gates, ah, what? No, that's Adam Shift abused. That's later, Matt Gates. This is Matt Taibbi. Sorry, Matt. <laughs> Got my Matt's confused back for a second. Back from holiday vacation, I found an interesting email waiting in my inbox from Matt Taibbi, the Independent Journal. Blah 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 blah. blah, blah. Paul, what's uh? So yeah, so Shift. So they're getting it finally. All right, yeah. I don't need to read that. We've known about that for months, years. Jim Jordan to chair weaponization of government select committee. That looks good from the post millennial. No, I don't want to. Chair weaponization of government. Investigative panel will demand emails and correspondent between the Biden administration and the big tech companies. Good, 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 good. All right. So that's all on track. Keep doing what you're doing. Twitter. What's up, y'all? Welcome back. I am Van, and we are all the LFR family. Now check this, now check this out. This is my man, Van Hall. Uh, this is his first appearance in season two, um, but he was a staple in season one. He is cranking it now. I can remember when he was celebrating 500,000 subscribers. Look at him now, 684K. 
and he's um, got it. Looks like he's got his own tea. He's using the uh, the quartering model here, and instead of doing coffee, he's doing bang bang tea. Bang bang, a banging good time. I hope there's something in there besides tea. This out. I've been watching the Speaker of the House race, and not race, but the votes, and it's been a circus. I'm not even gonna lie. Uh, now, for um, those of you new to the channel, we watch we. I watch reaction channels because I'm interested in the reaction. This is how I kind of get my word on the street. I want to see how he's reacting to social events. Now, this all started, it stemmed out of um, the urban YouTube reaction community uh, reacting to country music videos. I was an old radio guy, so I started watching all these music reaction videos because it was nice to see the the millennials and and Gen Z discover music that I grew up with. And I used to play when I was on the radio back in the 90s. It was fun. And then they started figuring out country music wasn't what they thought it was. And the big crossover was uh, Chris Stapleton, Tennessee Whiskey. That just huge crossover. There's still tons and tons. I, I highly recommend you go and there's compilations of reactions to Chris Stapleton. Um, and it occurred to me that this was solving racism, this discovering each other's culture through music. And it was fun to see them react. And, and ha I started watching to see what they were laughing at because I'm a big fan of comedy. So I want to learn what makes people laugh. And um, they started reacting to different comedy bits. And that exposed them to social issues and then they started just the evolution of a lot of these channels ended up being political and waking up and it occurred to me that this was part of the great awakening that people are starting to see what's going on in our political system and are starting to speak out and it doesn't necessarily fit along the lines that the narrative would have you believe. That we can't assume by looking at somebody's skin color or gender or sexual preference and make assumptions on their political beliefs. That whole group mentality starts breaking down when you're looking at each individual react to each individual social issue. So we, I use a lot of different reaction channels, and I'm, I'm following their progress. So for the fair use people, this is an ongoing study and the development of how someone, he was, he was a staunch Obama supporter, born, raised Democrat just because that's the way it was, never questioned it. Until he started doing music reactions and started doing comedy reactions and then started doing social media reactions. And now, well, they sent him a MAGA hat. He doesn't wear it, but he's definitely more open-minded now than he was a couple of years ago. Um, I don't know exactly what's going on. I don't know how he was able to flip um, 14, 15 more votes, but... He had to will and deal, negotiate. I find it interesting. And um, he was able to make it happen. But then something happened. Who is Matt Gates? Florida. 
what is Matt? What is Matt Gates deal with? <laughs> that dude is hilarious. I know you're probably mad at him. Some of you uh-uh. probably love it. I don't uh, know. He's a hero so, and a patriot me, in my he's book. He's hilarious. I don't care what you say, right? But I was just now. Um, I was looking at looking at the TV last night, like wondering, did it finally go through? And I'm like, yeah, after 15, in the way, to the point where Kevin McCarthy had to um, had to approach that gentleman. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I think there was that was the little kerfuffle that uh, they happened on the on the floor. Somebody wanted to get all physical, <laughs> like hold me back, hold me back. <laughs> kind of so uh, this, I think he recorded this right before. At the time that I'm recording, um, McCarthy got it. I think after 15 on the 16th try, they got it. They finally got enough people. I'm not sure if Matt Gates ever voted for. I don't know. Well, I'll I'll look into that. But he got enough. I think there could he he could still get the majority, and there still could be a, a less than five could hold out right so we could have like three holdouts so matt could still be a holdout i don't know but he proved his point oh he said but hopefully somebody can give us a transcript of what happened but we about to check out a video that has something to do with that but before that i want to introduce you to bang bang t all right tell me tell tell me just make sure that you um ask me about it if i don't okay all right Uh, hey that's loud that's loud that's loud loud loud. turn it Oh, Sean Hannity. And we are joined by two of the six House members, those that have been against. I'm just, <laughs> just because I, I recently watched a reaction to Primus, uh, one known as Big Brown Beaver. I just, that looks like some serious plastic hair. That's, that's Lego snap-on hair. Kevin McCarthy. Hannity's got right there. Now, the question tonight is, will their opposition continue in the next vote, which is likely in less than an hour? Lauren Boebert, Florida Congressman Matt Gates. And to be fair, Matt Gates starting to look a lot like um, uh, <laughs> what's the rotten guy on uh, the the, <laughs> you, <laughs> the same kind of makeup. Uh, uh, we're number one. The guy, uh, what was that kind of techno kid show? Um, to see you both. I've been in contact with you. Both. Uh, uh, Matt yelled sure at me. Have, stop. Oh, we got to stop. We got to stop until I figure this out. We need to open this back up. We need a, a YouTube search. Hold on. Hold on. We're number one. We're number one. What's that song? There it is. We're number one. This is the remix. That guy. Who's that guy? He looks like Matt Gates. Looks like that guy. Lazy Town. Robbie Rotten. Ah, he does. He does. Matt Gates looks like Robbie Rotten. <laughs> Congresswoman, can we settle something? We had a passionate debate this week. We did. Hey, now, Sean, I, had... I welcome you to get passionate like that. Hey, now. Because LaurenForFreedom.com blew up that night. <laughs> oh, wow. They're ta- really there's a lot of sexual innuendo going on here. It sounds like they got a little, you know, eyes wide shut party action going on there. 
for your next campaign or helped you uh, raise money. Careful with your word I there, lady. You during that debate, it, you know, it's, it's interesting how people perceive things. I said there's probably very little we disagree on. And where I was frustrated was, well, you didn't answer the question. And I have a pet peeve about that. Oh, it's something not, clicked over I've there. I've never been opposed to you. And I said on the air the next I've day, never said, been opposed no, to you. We were texting after the, after the, the debate. And I said, no, we're friends. We just had a disagreement. Who America. is doing this? Who in the world is right there? <laughs> That's exactly what I just said. Videos. <laughs> you see that? Am I tripping? No, you're not. What is that saying? It's not telling us what is. What language is that in? Look, Somebody I, having I a stroke. Now I want y'all to focus on it because you probably was missing it. But look. No, I wasn't. Or not, I saw it. The items were in cement. I thought they were. Did you perceive it the same way? Uh, Sean, I thought it was a very exhilarating debate. Exhilarating. There she and is. Usually I'm one of the 20 people who are opposing something and you are cheering on. So. It's a person who... <laughs> what, 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 what? <laughs> oh, this, what in the world? He's still hung up on the uh, closed caption. person drunk or something? Are they, are they blind or something? What's going on? They just back there just tapping on anything. What are they uh, doing? It's a cat walking across they the keyboard. Using some bang bang tea. <laughs> what is in your bang bang tea, dude? Somebody back there bang bang that thing. So, you know, we were on a different side on this issue. And then, you know, of course, there were others on the show like Trey Gowdy that said that um, we were on there just for personal gain and holding out for that. <laughs> Nothing just... could be further from the truth. Myself, Matt Gates. All right, this is boring every me. single one of the 20 conservatives that <laughs> He's lost it on the... <laughs> let's move forward. I, let's get to the Matt Gates stuff. Uh, well, I believe that... I believe that... You're talking too much. There's Matt Gates. ...prepared to lead... And more prepared to govern than ever before. I guess you're right. ladies first is what you were supposed to do thing, but well, Sean, we're here for Matt Gates. Me or Kevin McCarthy, it's about the American people. And the American people want to know that the rules of the House of Representatives would never allow something like this terrible, horrendous omnibus bill to ever pass okay ever again and that's what congresswoman bobert and i have been working on and while i know that sometimes these discussions can be a little awkward up front i guess it's i guess it's like a prenuptial agreement that you'd be preparing sometimes <sighs> there can be some uncomfortable the closed captioning is still screwed up it can be necessary i am oh that's the guy yeah that's the guy that's that keep on dag on getting in the way yeah yeah what, what did cam say to you did he threaten you excited oh, and encouraged only I am grateful that Speaker-designate McCarthy has been so receptive to each and every change that we have demanded. And Sean, we're at the stage right now where I'm running out of stuff to ask for. I mean, and the good here's and what I like to see: uh, the the flip side of this coin uh, for the Democrat side is Jimmy Dore is ecstatic. He's like, "See, this is what this is exactly what Jimmy Dore was telling the squad and all the progressives they needed to do to the establishment," but. Their side sold out like a bunch of little wimps dangle a carrot in front of them, and then they end up getting worse positions than they started out with, and they ended up getting nothing. They got less than what they started with. They lost where Matt Gates showed them how it's done and got everything and then some, which is kind of vindicating everything that Jimmy Dore said, and he's letting everybody know about it. <laughs> And I love it. I'm here for it. Popcorn. 
Get your popcorn. Read the bills. Have a balanced budget. Have a border plan. Yes. Kevin McCarthy is agreeing to all these things. And again, it's never been about him. It's been about draining the swamp, making this a more honest, transparent, open place. And we may have a few finishing touches. We may be able to get this resolved tonight. But break it, break it, break conference, and we're going to be stronger and more. That's got to be an alien that's translating the closed captioning. Uh, it's just a letter A. That's a that's a long sentence for the letter A. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. What he said just now made made perfect sense to me. Good. And um, and you know he's just trying to make sure that everything is where it needs to be before we move forward. And he said that he's still about draining the swamp. And good, good. Saying that Kevin McCarthy is a part of the swamp. Yep. He's he's a California Republican. Hello. How Republican do you think a California Republican is? <coughs> How many <laughs> Democrat D's do you got to gobble to win an election as a Republican in California? You can't be... Republican, Republican, and win anything in California. You got to be a backdoor man <laughs> to the Democrat Party. For him to get our votes, there's going to be some things that's going to have to happen. That's that's going to be, you know, I mean, in the interest of, of where we are right now, not where whoever's controlling them or anything like that. Now, I don't know Kevin McCarthy's story. I'm learning it just like some of you. Some of you don't know it either, but I'm assuming that most of you do. Um, but this, what he just now said, I don't disagree with it. So we had communication from in December, pretty early in December. And you're free to talk about anything you want. Um, and my admonition to a number of people, because I saw all of this coming, I would have preferred that it happened. What? In the world, man, I'm doing climate change for, uh, for the CC1. Climate change. It's Greta. They put Greta in charge of the closed captioning, and she can't spell because she's slow. Climate change. That's, that's who's doing the closed captioning now. In order to it's Greta. This, see, this is to prove that Greta is not really running her 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 twitter account she has somebody a handler running her actual twitter and behind the scenes her job is to do closed captioning clicked on climate change and that's what's typing all the daggone letters just all over the place it's all over the daggone place i don't that says absolutely and your tax dollars are going to pay for that okay admio iof that's what I'm saying. He said it too. Alien language. They're they're communicating to the mothership. For the last um, couple of nights, our our sky didn't get black. What was that? Our sky didn't didn't get dark. What was going on? Please let me know if y'all know. Uh, that's he's over uh, like D.C. Maryland area. Before January third. So. Oh man! Somebody said Joe Biden is doing is doing the closed captions. <laughs> <laughs> You're not right. Um, That's a good one. Now, whoever came up with that one, 
Props. Anticipating that this was headed in this direction, would it have been better to maybe do it behind closed doors? Well, yeah, no. Shut up, Sean. Stop. You're just a shill for the system. You're as swampy as as McCarthy. No, you don't want to do it behind closed doors. That's how corruption gets festered into the system. You want exposure, transparency, so everybody can see what's going on. No, no, no. No more behind closed doors, smoky backroom deals. No, 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 no. Shut up, Sean. Shut up. We wouldn't have the spending caps. We wouldn't have that's, points that's of order available you. for members. So I'm, I would say you may love me, but that's not well, what I asked you. We did very well driving a hard bargain. What I said was, I said, I, it, correct me if I'm wrong, I wanted everybody early on way before Dur -dur -dur. to get in a room, lock the door, no, 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 shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, no, none of this has ever bothered, and that makes sense too, no, it doesn't, focus and handle the business that we got to handle, no, like if we got to get it out in the open, do it behind closed doors, no, get it out in the open, let everybody see the ugliness of it. That's how you disinfect the corruption. It needs to be out in the open. Whatever you want to call government is messy. Democracy, republic. Working it out. Show everybody how you make the sausage then maybe less people will eat the sausage. You do it behind closed doors, and then you just cram it down our throats and tell us it's good for us when it's nothing but sawdust and fat. There's hardly any meat anymore. It's all pork belly crap to your cronies. Out in the open, not behind closed doors. In front of everybody looking like a daggone fool. Good. Then, hey... What is that all about? It's about showing people how foolish these people are. Don't let them pretend to be all high and mighty when they're really foolish. Let people see how foolish they are. Why you want to hide it? And then they walk around with our suit and tie like, oh, I'm all posh and oh, 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 I did it all behind closed doors so they can't see how ugly it is. Meanwhile, behind closed doors, they got pedophiles doing nasty things to kids to get deals done. No, out in the open. I think at the end, if this would go on another week, I think it would drive the American people nuts. But ultimately, it is the agenda to save this country. This country's in a mess. The Democrats have run because of backdoor shit, behind closed doors shit. Look at the debt. Look at energy policy. Look at our. Sorry, I'm cursing. Our borders, borders. <laughs> no, I'm not. We need I got to stop. Uh, I'm not sorry, but I do apologize. I need to be more mainstream friendly, and I need to throttle my emotions. Republican Party to fight hard. I think we now have that. Is that a fair statement, Matt Gates? I really think that we are coalescing around that vision. I'm very optimistic about where we are right now, Good. but we simply would not allow business as usual to continue. And that wasn't personal toward anyone. That was 
a problem with Washington that existed under both Republicans yep. and Democrats. I agree. Warren Bobert and I hear from yeah. our constituents that they want this town to change. And these fundamental changes, if we can get the finishing touches on them, they will far outlast Lauren Bobert and I. They will far outlast Kevin McCarthy. And they will be there to deliver the Amer for the American people and stop these terrible spending bills that are pushing our country into debt I, I and think borrowing we all against agree the futures on of the next generation. I, think, I think we can all agree on that. At first, I thought this guy was a jerk. I don't so much now. I don't think he's a jerk. I think that he's... Yeah, he's a little bit of a jerk. Me. If but I'm that's okay. Let me know. Because I'm trying to learn about it all right now. Um, but I thought he was a jerk for saying, okay, I'm going to vote for Donald Trump. He is the same guy that said I'm vote for Donald Trump. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. And then he said, uh, when, it, when it was his time to vote, he said president or something like that. He was like, man, we still not ready. We're still not ready. I'm not doing it just for the sake of doing it. I mean, what's the point of that? What's, what's, who want to do anything for the sake of just doing it? You know what I mean? What if your lady came inside the room and said, give it to me now just because? You might still do it. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? They know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Right? Yeah. <laughs> that was a bad analogy. It was. But I'm just saying. <laughs> this right here is far too important. Far too many people involved. Uh, business involved, money's involved, um, freedom's involved. There's so much stuff that can happen right now. He's trying to make sure that everything is locked down before we move forward. Some people didn't have that same integrity. Some people was like, man, look, let's go. Let's just finish it. You already know. Most, uh, I'm not going to say most, but some people who gave their votes away, they was just like, you know what? Whatever, man. Let's just get it over with. And he don't have that attitude, and I like that. Good. Um, it's, it's, it's not that great to have an attitude of, Let's just get it over with. You know what I mean? What if you right. approached your lover and you wanted to... Right. Sometimes, yeah, that's kind of a bad analogy. You're right, because you got to work that out between the two of you. Sometimes one of you is horny and the other one's not. And you got to find a way to get horny. Because <laughs> you don't want to pass up those opportunities. Because every time you pass up that opportunity, you're just making space for somebody else to fill it. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I'm glad uh, that he's he's learning about Matt Gates and he's keeping an eye on what's going on politically. And I, I if you're not a, a member of the LFR family, I highly recommend that you, you join his family and get some of his bang, bang tea, whatever the heck that is. Back at it again. And, um, <laughs> we got one here from John. I'm, I'm, I'm hawking his stuff and I don't even know what it is. Um like, subscribe, all that stuff. Uh, Doc Rich is getting ready to tell us uh, the harsh truth about socialism. Social? I believe that's how you pronounce his last name. Sure. Uh, I apologize if I butchered it. But uh, let me tell y'all something. I was scrolling through this guy's YouTube channel, and if you are not subscribed to his channel, who? please do so. You are doing yourself a huge disservice if you Original video. subscribe to John Stossel's YouTube channel. Oh, John I mean, Stossel, this guy yeah. Has some fantastic videos on his channel. I mean, all right, so first of all, we need to. <laughs> It'd be nice if you, you know you have the original video space here, but you need to kind of fill that in, maybe, so we know what it is. So many videos that I'm like, oh yeah, I should check this out. Yeah, I'm Stossel fan all the uh, way back no, to no, maybe this one, <laughs> uh, not, not this one. 2020 I mean, days. There was so 
many different videos. Why is everything so loud? To go over. I mean, this is, is that just my ear headphones? You're doing yourself a disservice if you are not subscribed to his YouTube channel. Trust me. Trust me, trust me, trust me. I'll leave. I'll try to remember to leave the link in the description. If I forget, of course, you yeah. know, I'm a busy guy. You I, did. I, I'll be forgetting a lot. Uh, That's okay. I'm just, <laughs> you did. Remind me in the comment section and I'll be sure to add it in the description okay. below. Sure. All right. But <clears throat> I get it. No, I get it. Hello, slacker. I get it. I get it. Make your mistakes, dude. I get it. Don't sweat it. Today's topic of discussion, obviously, is socialism. And I <laughs> Just, think it's an important topic of discussion, especially in today's time, because as... Here's my deal with socialism. The problem is motivation. Um, the socialists uh, want the government to run everything because they, for some reason, think that's the way we're going to achieve fairness. Um, no. You're just creating the one ring to rule them all. Um, stop doing that. It needs to be just chaos. <laughs> it needs to be voluntary interaction. And people will find a way. Things will find a way to work out. You got to stop trying to plan everything out and just let it happen naturally. Just go with the wave. Ride the wave. Stop trying to guide it. Just focus on what do you want your end goal to be. The problem with socialism is when you you take away the way that socialism is trying to be implemented and failing, is they take away the motivation to go to work. Because you take away that greed is the motivator. I agree. But it's not necessarily a bad thing. Because that's what keeps us motivated is we want more stuff and we want to better product and a higher profit margin but if you remove that greed then why go to work what's the point if there's no competition we're just pumping out the same thing there's no motivation and so you end up replacing that with force and it becomes forced everything and it becomes work camps and work farms because there's no other way to motivate people. If I'm going to get the same thing, whether I work one hour or 80 hours, why would I work 80 hours? Why would I work at all? If I'm going to get the same thing working nothing, sitting on my ass all day as I do working 100 hours, why would I work 100 hours? So you have to be forced. And that's the problem with using the state. Everything the state does, it does through force. Every time you pass a law, understand what you're, what you're doing. Every time you say, I think the government should do this, what you're saying is, I think the government should go around like the mafia and strong arm people into paying for something that I want. And if you don't, we're going to come and arrest you and kidnap you, throw you in jail and extort even more money out of you. So you have to do it by force. Everything the state does, it does by force. And that's the problem with socialism. The end goal is a noble goal. I think we want the same thing. I just think there's got to be a better way to get there. We have seen uh, you, you have the left 
trying to push this onto our kids and impregnate this thought of socialism being this great thing. So it's important that we provide some pushback and some facts on what real socialism actually is and what it brings to a society. So uh, I'm going to try to continue, continue, I can't talk, she's Louise. I'm going to try to continually do this from time to time and checking out different videos on socialism for that very reason. All right. If you guys have any other great videos on socialism, please let There's me know tons in the comment section or uh, tons of the link tons uh, of discord server. It's the first link down below. He's up to 868. Just a glorified chat room. Or you can DM it to me on social media, Instagram, Twitter, whatever. Yeah, I was thinking about Discord, but there's just too many weirdos on Discord and too many sketchy things going on. I was thinking about Telegraph, but then I kind of like not, (laughs) I kind of like not interacting. I kind of like just doing it this way. All right, all of those links are down below. But and with yeah, that being said, let's dive in. Let's dive in. In America, <laughs> socialism is hot again. Democratic socialism is your kid's public school. It's our interstate highway system. No, it's not. No, it's not. We can do better when, when we, we do, do them together. together. Really? I know better because I'm from Guatemala. I've seen the impact of socialism. <clears throat> My father escaped Cuba. My grandfather suffered under communists in Hungary before escaping. As a child, She's I... white. Gloria Alvarez. Huh, white, blonde hair, looks like green eyes. Do I access in cues? We talked about that in season one. Um, when you're looking at somebody's eyes, you can tell what modality they're processing. She's looking up, and as I'm looking as we're looking at her face she's looking to our right up and to the right recall so she's accessing a a visual memory and this is the one they put it in the upper right hand corner so this is where she's looking at in her third eye this is what she's seeing i was thought socialism was wrong i grew up mocking it. see how she does it but democratic socialism sounded okay it made sense to me that government should take care of the economy. It's complete anarchy. But then I watched socialism fail in Latin America. No hay nada. I learned that every time a country started down the socialist path, it failed. Como la de Cuba requiere... When Castro came to power, people were excited. Trying to they force cheered. the wave. He was going to help the poor and make everyone equal. Equally poor. But the result? Sailing for freedom aboard an old green Chevy truck. It's a sweet 52, 51 maybe. Here in Little Havana in Miami, Cubans who escaped are eager to remind people how bad life in Cuba had become. This man's father was a doctor. My father had to sell illegal meat out of his ambulance in Cuba because the government wouldn't pay him enough. I mean, Cuban doctors earn like less than 1% than American doctors. You don't see any future. Every- Cuban doctors earn less than 1%. We're all equal in socialism, right? The doctor makes the same as the burger flipper who makes the same as the trash person who collects the trash, who makes the same as the person who does nothing but sit on their ass all day. We're all equal. 
You're just doing it because somebody's got to do it, I guess. Either that or they beat you into doing it. (laughs) Or psychologically, emotionally blackmail you, guilt trip you into doing it. What American doctors earn. Wow. And my question is, so in a socialist system, what happens when the public at large says, you know what? We're done working for pennies, right? So let's say socialism came here to America, which is <laughs> Let's say. We are vigilant. <laughs> stay vigilant. Yeah, I think it's here. Let's say socialism came to America. Yeah. Right? And like you said, one of the scenarios is doctors are making 1% of what they used to make. And obviously that trickles down, so forth and so forth. We're all making 1% of what we were before or 10%, right? Let's put it, we'll we'll even go a little higher. What happens when enough of us say, nah, we're not working anymore. Done. The whole thing falls apart. Socialism, does, does the government have to give in? Do you think they come in and just um, put us all in pine boxes? No. Well, some of them. Because people still have to work in a socialist system. That's where the work farms and the work camps come in. It's all about forced labor at that point. And the people who are the most dissenting get the worst jobs. And the people who pucker up and kiss ass have the have the best brown noses from you know nothing to do with melatonin (laughs) it's not a race thing i'm just you know from the poop from the butthole brown not skin color brown but you know what i'm talking about they get the best jobs it's just you know People up top skin skim some off the top um, for themselves, and in that case, pay people absolute pennies, which is just ridiculous. Yeah, if you have no the the people at the top live in you know opulent splendor, and everybody else abject poverty. That's just how it works. You got to enslave the masses and siphon off of all uh, all their wealth that's the, the thing that socialists fear the most is the thing that they're helping to create take advantage of the working class siphon all the the wealth from their labor and and concentrate it into a, a small family at the top or a chairman not necessarily family that's kind of old school monarchy way of doing it now it's whoever's elected chairman, but it usually sticks within the same family. Doctors, you have no lawyers, you have no grocery store workers or anything, anybody to work gas stations. Eventually it, it hits the people up top. So what happens in that scenario and has that ever happened in history? Let me know. Anybody that's been studying socialism, you know, longer than I have, obviously, I just, uh, gotten onto this topic of discussion within the past couple of months, few months. Every time it's so, attempted, uh, they take guns away yeah, and, and kill all the, the dissidents. Please. I'm interested. And 
scare the hell out of everybody else in, into doing what they're supposed to do. Nowadays, they're in ruins. Venezuela, Venezuela, my Venezuelan friends, we warned you guys. Venezuela did not listen. They followed Hugo Chavez down the socialist path. Chavez's promises impressed American celebrities too. Fascinating guy. Yeah, I did. You and Hugo Chavez. Oh, Michael Moore! Michael Moore! Really? Yeah. He says, he says, he says, help me write my speech. El capitalismo es el reino de la injusticia. Chavez said, "I'll take from the rich and give to the poor." Yeah, no. Take from the rich and keep for yourself. The government just printed more. That caused inflation. A million percent inflation. Let's talk about inflation just for a second because there's a lot of confusion on inflation. It's not greedy capitalists raising the price to try and get more money out of you. It's the central bank printing more money than we need. There's more dollars in circulation. So each dollar is worth less. It's Cutting the pizza in, if you take a, a pizza and you cut it into 18 pieces, you're not getting more pizza than if you only cut it into six pieces. You understand? Yeah, you got 18 pieces versus six pieces, so you got more pieces, but they're not the same size pieces, right? You understand? Now it takes three pieces a pizza to equal what used to be one piece. Now it takes three dollars to equal what used to be one dollar. That's what's happening. The prices are not going up. The value of the dollar is going down because we're printing too much money. We need to go back and take all the bills that were printed prior to 1980 and take them out of circulation. We need to pull a bunch of money out of circulation, burn it. But they won't do that. They want to try and grow the economy into the money supply and just keep growing because they're on the cancer model, constant growth. That's cancer. We want equilibrium, self-sustainability, we want to find a happy medium. Neutrality is the power position, people. Hello, McFly. Now a chicken costs this much. Venezuela How much are eggs nowadays? Today, the highest inflation in the world. I'm helping my buddy when build a chicken coop. Owners raised prices to keep up with inflation. Government often took away their businesses. Por Dios. <laughs> That's what's happening to this man. He's come and took it away. Chavez sees lots of private property. Worked his whole life. Gone. Chavez sees thousands and thousands of businesses. Just took them away from their owners. Yet most Venezuelans like that. People was clapping so hard they were like oh finally there's somebody here making social justice but government grabbing private businesses created shortages of almost everything duh why did you leave your country it's like the apocalypse it's no food no medicine now you understand the shutdowns you understand why we're having problems with the 
the shipping. You understand what they're trying to do? It's the same playbook, just on a bigger scale. How do you feel when you see other countries with the same mistakes that Cuba has made for the past decades? Terrible. Michelle Ibarra. It, 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 it seems like in some of these places, you'd be better off just living out in the wild. Ha-ha. Uh -huh. Legitimately. <laughs> you you would almost be better living out in the wild. You doing think? Doing everything on your own. At least you I've been loving life out here. <laughs> it's great. I got my eight acres. I got my puppy dog. I got deer and wild turkey roaming through my yard on a daily basis. I got the rumbling, bumbling Cumberland River flowing just a couple of miles away, stock full of striper, rainbow trout. I got a huge lake full of bass. All kinds of catfish, crappy, whatever, all in, the, all in there. I got farmers to the left of me, cattlemen to the right. I can live fine out here. I got my solar panels. I'm loving life. It saddens me to see what's happening to y'all. It truly does. And I wish I could do something to wake y'all up. <sighs> I'm trying. You don't have the government to worry about, you know, being on your back. Sheesh. That might be a skill that I that I uh, dive into. It's fun. Just learning how to be self-sufficient. Yeah. Like if, if, if everything went left here in America, you know, I could I could rely on my knowledge of the wilderness and you know what things to eat right there's there's books on that floral and fauna the, the edible and not edible usually general good rule of thumb stay away from red berries <laughs> red danger danger stop stop sign red don't do that um but yeah you a small garden it does not take very much to, to have a, a small garden enough for a small family it, and three or four chickens, eggs every day, you're good. Stay away from the guineas. They're really loud. They're good at eating ticks, but they're really loud and they just draw attention to themselves and eventually they get eaten by predators. And you have to learn how to defend yourself. You, know, you have to be cool with your neighbors live and let live that kind of stuff but it is a skill worth learning and i highly recommend you do it i'm sure there's places up there in ohio just get some farmland what things not to eat you know how to make a fire with my hands how to how to build you know a sufficient shelter out in the middle of nowhere in the woods you can buy a tent you know all, all of that good <laughs> you stuff. Can buy an rv you know, it may come in handy you don't have don't to, know. yeah, well. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm thinking that, that might be something that I uh, dive into for sure. Escape Cuba. Buy an RV. Just, just, you know, you can learn all that buck wild stuff, you know, 
get you a nice machete, chop down trees and make little lean-tos. And Yeah, but, you know, there's vehicles, you know. <laughs> Use the vehicles until they rust all the part, and then, you know, we worry about building shelters out of trees. ...should have learned from Cuba's failure. People in other countries in Latin America, they will blame anything else besides socialism. Blaming socialism for Venezuela's riches to rags story is grossly misleading. Yeah, plenty of socialist countries that look nothing like Venezuela. Like, talk about like, socialism, I'm not looking at Venezuela. What are you looking I'm at? I'm looking at Cuba. I'm looking at countries like Denmark and Sweden. That are not socialist. At all. They're highly capitalist. Highly capitalist. They have social programs, but that's not socialism. That's that's the the lie. Oh, the police department, that's socialism. No, it's not. It's a social program. It's not socialism. The fire department is not socialism. Stop. Government controlling everything, all the means of production, and setting prices of everything, that's socialism. Stop lying to people. Why not try my Swedish tradition? Scandinavia is now called a socialist success. Even people jailed in Venezuela like Francisco Marquez say that. Yeah, I mean, you have Norway, you have Finland, you have these type of, of countries that are democratic, that have democratic institutions, and many of them have socialist policies. In Scandinavia, private business is largely left alone. Yeah. Governments don't even set a minimum wage. Nope. Freedom rankings score Scandinavian countries high on property rights and business freedom. All Danes enjoy welfare benefits. Yes. Because they have a free and open market. Because they are the exact opposite of socialism. That's my point. Don't use the government. You can do it yourself. They make so much money because the government stays out of the private sector and lets the private sector thrive. So the private sector can do things. And create more wealth. Take all that money and start your own charity. Instead of saying the government should do this, how about you do it? Put your money where your mouth is. Nah, that would be too much work. Let's just do it the old way that's failed every time. <sighs> There's a big welfare state, but it's funded by thriving free enterprise. Denmark. Denmark. But so many American politicians say Denmark is a socialist paradise that Denmark's prime minister felt compelled to reply. Uh, Denmark is uh, far from a socialist planned economy. Denmark is a market economy. So if Scandinavia is not socialist, where has socialism ever worked? Nowhere. Nowhere. What would you say to the Americans that oh, oh. like the idea of... What that map say? Oh. ...worked? Nowhere. What Nowhere. would you say to the Americans no. that Where? like the idea of socialism and support it here? Wake I up. would say that they should wake up. And you don't need the government to dictate how you how to live your life, uh, how much money you should make, how your family should be uh, treated, or how much you should pay. 
if anything, I think taxes are still a bit high here, but um, it's the best we have in the entire world. Think about that. The next time you hear Michael Moore and celebrities praising socialism, socialism wrecks economies, wrecks lives. Wow, so uh, the true horrors of socialism and, um, you know, these politicians trying to lie to us and say, hey, well, it's working over there. I, well, that's that's not actually socialism. That's right. coming from them directly. Okay. Uh, that's, that's the lie. That is. So, you know, and it's interesting to see all of these folks like just, oh, yeah, socialism, socialism, let's do it, let's do it, let's do it. So strange. And I do agree. We need to lower taxes. That's another thing as well, because as we have seen our government. Um, Let's see if we can find yeah, that. Grossly has mismanaged. Laffer curve. I want to just bear with me here. L-A-F-F-E-R curve. Because if I'm not mistaken, here we'll go Laffer curve explain. Wikipedia. In economics, the Laffer curve illustrates a theoretical relationship between rates of taxation and the resulting levels of the government's tax revenue. The Laffer curve assumes that no tax revenue is raised at the extreme rate of zero and 100%, meaning there is a tax rate between zero and 100% that maximizes government tax revenue. If I'm not mistaken, I believe it's somewhere between 18 and 22%. Anything above that... You're actually losing money because you're you got to think of it. Taxes is like giving blood, right? The currency, the flow of money is the life force of the economy. It's the blood of the economy and it gets pumped around the economy through businesses, right? Businesses spend money to make money. And they pay wages and then those wages get spent to buy goods. Those goods were purchased and resold for a profit so it all flows around and the taxes is like when you go to donate blood and they take a pint of blood out they could take a pint of blood out every so often but if you take too much blood out you're going to hurt the person giving the blood right and that's what too much taxes do do you're not actually getting more blood you're not getting more money over the long term you're killing the body that you're that you're so you got to stick at a pint a month or whatever it is i don't know i'm not a doctor so that's the 18 to 22 that's where the government gets the most money because 80 percent of the money is staying in circulation 20 percent is going off to the government but if you take too much of that 80%, if it gets down to 75 or 50%, then the economy dies because there's not enough money in circulation to keep the body alive, the country being the body. We need to keep it somewhere around in the low 20s. That, that would be perfect. And that would maximize the amount of money that the government would actually make and maximize the freedom of the free market. Last segment of the show was the new thing for season two, and we ruined video advice, the numerology of it. We were at 3.14, and now we're at 3.15. So what's that, 10,000 subscribers in a couple of days? Um, this is just another way... 
for you to uh, open up the pineal gland. This is a, a short little video on uh, pineal gland stimulation. And I use the, the seed, the peach seed, and the tree. And this is going to go more into the, why the pineal gland is called the pine eel. It's shaped like a pine cone, and it's going to kind of explain the, the world's largest pine cone statue. Do you know where that's located? I do. You're about to find out. And that light comes to your eyes, which goes to your pineal. And the photons that come on those angles of light carry messages. And it happens when you close your eyes. Your close pineal your is eyes. stimulated when you close your eyes. Do not watch this. You don't need to. You just listen. Now, the powers that be don't want you to use it, and thus we've all heard of calcification. You can decalcify your pineal gland. So the Vatican know of this knowledge. They <gasps> truly know of it. They what? cannot not know There it, it is, right there. Do you see it? Back that up. That's it, right there. The world's largest pine cone statue. And it's got two little birds on either side. It looks like peacocks. Hmm. Wonder what that's about that. That's in the Vatican? The Fonte della Pigna in Vatican City. Hmm. Why? Does the Vatican have a giant pine cone? Of this knowledge. They truly know of it. They cannot not know of it. And cannot the pine not. cone sits on the staff of the Pope also. What? I've mentioned this before. <gasps> what? It's crazy. What is this pineal gland that everyone's talking about? And what happens when you trigger it or activate it in meditation, as people always ask? Well, the pineal gland is a very interesting organ in your body, or gland, as it is. Deep breath. And it's actually filled with fluid. And surrounded around there are very similar structures to that of the retina of the eye. Now, something which is very, very interesting about the pineal is that it's connected to the same sensory uh, visual part of your brain as what your two eyes are. Now, inside this fluid, they say there are small crystals. And of course, the pineal gland is light reactive. But it is stimulated by darkness. Science has shown us that in darkness, the pineal is stimulated. This is why we dream at nighttime when the eyes are closed. Your pineal is the thing that conjures these dreams into you or brings you into the dream reality, as it were. Now, with this little gland in your head, and it is, as I say, filled with fluid, which has small, tiny crystals within it, mm -hmm. it is ultimately your connection to higher dimensions of reality. Wait, stop. What? It is ultimately your connection to higher dimensions of reality? Let's do that again. I like that. As I say, filled with fluid, which has small, tiny crystals within it. It is ultimately your connection to higher dimensions of reality. It is your connection to the spiritual plane. <gasps> it is, as it was said, the seat of your soul. Now, the pineal gland being that connection is something that should be nurtured and looked after. Uh -huh. And as I say, every religion, every scripture, every Messiah, every spiritual teacher. Every religion, every scripture, every Messiah, every spiritual teacher. What I say, all religions are right in some ways and wrong in other ways. 
find out what part of that religion agrees with the central pillar that we're all collectively creating a conscious that we have personified as a, a bearded old man that sits on a cloud. And here's something I just figured out this week. Thanks to somebody. I can't, I don't know who to give credit to, but somebody woke me up to this whole thing. Collectively, our collective conscious, right? Is constantly rotating through being half awake and half asleep. Right now, as I'm recording this, people here in the United States in central time zone, we're all awake. It's our morning. We're at, but on the other side of the world, they're asleep. But they're still connected to the collective conscious. So half of the collective conscious is asleep. We are living in their dream and they live in our dream. Wow, that's kind of trippy, right? And people who are, quote unquote, awake on the awake side, if you can train yourself, like in the movie Inception, to keep kind of one foot in the awake and the other foot in the asleep, and you learn how to be that kind of dream warrior. And who's to say, if we're not living in their dream, why can't we should be able to do like dream type stuff in our awake? Shouldn't we? If, if it's part of their dream. If I can train myself. Ah, here's an experiment. I'll train ourselves to try and dream tonight about. Chinese people flying through the air like hidden dragons, <laughs> like in real life. And then tomorrow we'll look at the newspaper and see if there's any stories about karate masters flying through the air. <laughs> Try and make our dreams become their reality and vice versa, just as an experiment. You almost thought about doing it, didn't you? All right, I'll stop messing with you pretty much has leaned towards this if not directly then in a mystic sense <laughs> we can look to the ancient middle eastern uh religions such as things within egypt and the symbology of samaria and you see several constant references to the pine cone the largest statue of a pine cone on planet earth at present is situated in vatican city so the Vatican know of this knowledge. They truly know of it. They cannot not know of it. And the pine cone sits on the staff of the Pope also. I've mentioned this before. So what exactly is this pineal of yours? As I say, it's a connection to the higher dimensions and it should be nurtured, cared for and looked after. Now I see inside there, there is fluid and there are crystals. Now melatonin is created within the pineal and they say DMT is a precursor from this. Just as with Moses had to reach the land, the promised land flowing with milk and honey, milk serotonin, honey, DMT, and amber substance, serotonin, uh, milky white substance. Thus in meditation, you reach the same promised land, the land flowing from your pituitary and pineal of milk and honey. Hmm. Now DMT 
The problem you have is we can't actually autopsy a human being fast enough because of DMT's chemical state to prove that DMT is being created within there. But we know melatonin is, and they are nearly, nearly 100% confident in many science fields that DMT is produced in there. For all, you can't provide physical evidence because you can't physically autopsy someone fast enough to prove it. But they say small amounts of DMT secreted whilst using certain substances, such as ayahuasca, which is where you get this God experience that shamans mm. embark uh, those following them and themselves upon to hear answers from that other dimension from the spiritual plane, from your connection to the intuitive psychic self, the part of you, the intelligent part of you that allows your hair to grow, your heart to beat. The pineal and DMT is a very interesting substance because it is recorded that when DMT crystallizes, if you try to break it with something, you get a flash of a singular color. Very, very interesting chemical and very, very interesting material. So imagine you've got a tray with dried DMT and you hit it with a hammer or something, a, a, a rock or something like this. I don't, and you get, don't recommend that you do this at home. Don't try and smash <laughs> pills or medication and try and see colors. It's just, it's a, it's a metaphor. Because of the crystals. <sighs> I have to explain this to people. You get a flash of a singular light. If you just equate that the fact around the pineal gland, you have this material that is said to be nearly identical to the retina of the human eye. It's connected to the visual cortex of the human brain. It's how and you see you things in your mind. DMT, which is very close to melatonin, and we presume comes from the pineal because it's very clear when people have these experiences, what is happening, that that pineal filled with little crystals and fluid within it, which stimulates itself in darkness when you close your eyes. And those who sat in the dark saw a great light, as it is written in Christianity. That this, on a quantum level, on a, a nano-quantum level, biological level, is a projector. Hmm. If you want to look at it that way. It's a spiritual projector that has the ability to conjure all colors. Hologram, we see this from okay. the fact that crystallized DMT, when struck, sparks into a single color. So inside your pineal, you have the ability to have projections of full colors that connect to the visual part of your brain. And this Trippy, is where your dreaming man. states are coming from. <gasps> People say, what happens when you activate the pineal? Well, ask yourself. Every night you dream, you'll use your pineal. It's part of your anatomy. It's not something to be feared, as is commonly touted within many different faiths on the planet. Well, not many. Predominantly in the West, uh, via persons following Islam and Christianity, they fear it. They've been taught to fear it because it's where they self-empower. Mm -hmm. God is not so ridiculous and not so childish as to put a portal to a demonic world inside of you. And if he were, then he's not a very nice God, is he? Of course that's not what it is, but you believing it is because the Vatican don't want you to know. Preach. They have a massive statue of a pine cone, so Preach. it's very important to them. Is important to them because... They want to be the gatekeepers. You have to go through them. To get to God. No, you don't. God is inside of every single one of us. You don't need to go through the priest. You are the priest. Or priestess. Then 
you still require them for your salvation. Right. And you cannot become fully empowered. Face it, the largest religions on the planet are now corporate. Yep. They are corporations driven by money, wealth, power, yep. and the material wealth. I'm not saying all persons who follow it are like that, but we have to admit that's how it is. Yep. Otherwise, the Vatican would end world hunger instead of sitting on dormant, stagnant wealth. This is not as Jesus Christ would have wanted. So this gland is of massive importance to you and to I and to everybody because it allows you to connect to spirit. And the powers that be, they want to suppress it. Now everyone's heard of calcifying your pineal gland. And when you activate your pineal, it's not some big wondrous thing I became... No, 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 stop. And let's think about calcification. Why? What advantage would a person who understands about the pineal gland and that it is what connects us to that collective... That, that, that's our Wi-Fi. That's our Bluetooth. Okay, that's what connects us. That's how come he knows what, what you're thinking. Uh, he knows if you've been bad or good. Because he's inside of you. <laughs> that's how, how he connects. It connects, not necessarily he, she. It's both. Asexual. <clears throat> Yin and yang. So the more people that you can... Um, eliminate or from that the more power you have control over the unit as a whole you understand what i'm saying that's that's their overpopulation problem again it's dividing the pizza into too many slices <clears throat> the more the higher the, the the number of pineal glands on the planet the less power each pineal gland has. So you minimize the number of pineal glands and then you take a bunch of the pineal glands and you create zombies out of them by calcifying the pineal gland So and, and teaching them it's bad to learn about the pineal gland. Fear the joker. Do not become the, the fix-all. Do not become that thing that can just become whatever is needed to solve the problem. No, 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 no. Just come talk to us about your problems and we'll give you a pill and put you on a subscription plan. And now get back on your wheel, gerbil. We need that thing to spin. We need the energy from that wheel spinning. So you get a bunch of zombies who are not connected to the source. The fewer of them, or the fewer people connected to the source, the more powerful each connection is, right? The more control you have over the zeitgeist. So we need to decalcify all the zombies. Wake them up. Get them to start visualizing things in their head. Listen for that sound in the middle of your mind that sounds kind of like a... a when you crunch down on a potato chip or a crisp with your mouth closed, that kind of crunch kind of that here, but it's coming from somewhere in between your eyes, like up in the middle of your head. It's not coming from your mouth. It's coming up more in the nasal cavity. That's your pineal gland cracking all that calcification. 
You got to figure out how to do that. Take the peach seed, germinate it, grow it into a peach tree. Watch it bloom and watch the flowers turn into fruit so you have more peach seeds. Keep doing that until you have a huge orchard of peach trees all stemming out of that one seed that represents infinite creativity. Superhuman. This is nonsense. People touting that, just switch off from them. What you need to do is realize that basically you'll subtly begin to tune into yourself as a more intuitive and psychic being, and you'll also connect to the higher dimensions where light beings can dwell that are not as dense as the physical beings we are and can pass the correct information to you. If you don't want to see them as beings of consciousness, just see it as a new field of information. The same field of information that makes your hair grow in your heartbeat. Now, we Matrix. are consciousness. We are in the ever-present field of self. We reach up to self in meditation and we, we feel that self that fills all life. Consciousness is ultimately light. And as we see things like the sun changing and governing everything that's going on around us, of course, it has an influence on yourself, on the light, on the consciousness. And this is why we're starting to see a shift in people waking up and looking for knowledge. Because as again, it is written in Christianity, when will you know Christ has come? Look for the man with the pitcher of water. And when you do go into your house and go into the upper room, men didn't carry pitchers of water back then, but Aquarius does. And this is the age of Aquarius. It's a time of change for this all consciousness because it's a time of change for light. You can see it in the behavior of the sun and the physical signs. And that light comes to your eyes, which goes to your pineal. And the photons that come on those angles of light carry messages. Just as angels were messengers of light, photons travel on an angle of light to get to you. They go into your pineal, you can hear what you're supposed to do. My message was go to Tanzania. Four years later, we have 600 children liberated, most of which liberated from child labor. 30 children living here with special needs who were struggling Good desperately job. outside. Animal Rescue Shelter, Center for Street Involved Children. Countless people helped with medical care thanks to you guys who shared. That doesn't mean everybody should go to Tanzania. Are you not understanding? It's chaos. Embrace the chaos. The disorder. Get up out of the weeds. Chunk up. And just focus on the goal. Listen to your heart. It'll tell you what you're supposed to do. It'll tell you where to go. You'll know what the right thing is. How you can contribute to the whole. All you got to do is listen to yourself. <laughs> and and have the courage to go do it. I love you. I I believe in you. I think you can do it. I know you can. You just got to set your mind to it. Create a vision board or whatever you need to do to to focus, have something to focus on. Or just stay focused on the goal, not the path let the path open up and develop stay open up to new opportunities it could be something you haven't even thought of popping open and there it is i didn't know how i was going to get to the next step but all of a sudden out of nowhere 
Easy peasy lemon squeezy. Let it happen organically. Stop trying to rush it. Stop trying to force it. Ride the wave. The wave always wins. You just have to stay balanced on your board. Be the battery. Positive and negative terminals in balance. That's how you store power. Love yourself first. Take care of yourself first. And then if you have something left over, feed the tide. Give back to your community in some way that helps the entire community if you can figure out how to do that. I do it through the VFW. There's all kinds of charitable clubs. You can pick whichever one your heart tells you you should belong to. Just do something nice for somebody and expect nothing in return. Pay it forward kind of thing. It'll eventually come back around. See a need, fill it. Be the entrepreneur. Adapt. Become the thing that fixes it. Whatever that thing is. You need a hammer, be a hammer. You need a screwdriver, be a screwdriver. Adapt. Don't stop being so rigid. Be more fluid. Be like water. Take shape of whatever vessel is needed. All right, enough preaching. I got to get out of here. I've been helping a a buddy of mine, the guy who posted my bail, (laughs) one of my VFW buddies, uh, with his laptop. uh, And I upgraded some memory in it. And he was like, he hadn't updated his Windows 10 since like 2019. So we just did like two years worth of updates over the weekend. And I think he's finally updated. And we're going to try and get some more performance out of that uh, thing. So that's what I'm going to go do. Um, take care of yourself, love yourself, all of that. I, I talked about it and I'm, I guess what, oh, well, I'm supposed to hit the three button, right? Um, I should have done that already when I started doing the, I love you is when I should have done that, but Oh, I up- uploaded uh, all of season two so far to my rumble channel. So they got episode one, two, and three last night. I did that since now I got the high speed and I can get it uh, up relatively quick. Um, still kind of boycotting uh, YouTube. And um, when I have some time, I'll I'll start doing short videos to Twitter. I promise. I love you. Mwah. I am. <laughs> uh, Susie and the Banshees. Sorry. Kiss them for me. Um. I am C.D. Mac Henry, and uh, I am a Gen X slacker or something, I guess. How do I get out of here?